0: Welcome to this raw and unedited version of Power Pearls podcast. This is a new approach to the show because if you remember a few episodes ago, I recorded a raw and unedited version of Ask Kara and Tabitha Anything. And in a recent newsletter update, I asked you, what do you thought? And you know, the response was pretty clear that y'all liked it. So... I don't think you were too upset about the fact that I didn't include background music and that a few ums and ahs were left in. So, uh, you know, I think that that really does give a little bit of an authentic feel. So I'm just going to go with it. And uh, that's what you're going to get for this episode. So I hope you like it. So uh, that's why you didn't hear that that, uh, intro music. So I'm glad that you like the approach because this is a style that, I'm really excited to get back to because I'll admit that the editing and production is a ton of work. You know, I mean, it it really lights me up to be a little bit more spontaneous so I can get behind the mic and share solo episodes like this and to... You know, and it also gives me the opportunity to strike while the iron's hot and share, you know, a new trend or a new idea or resources and strategies that will, you know, help you, that'll, you know, help enhance your knitting life. And if you are out there trying to start a business, it's going to help you uh, to do that as well because, you know, that's what inspires me. And I will, you know, I learn things every day, new things all the time, and I get excited about them and I want to share them right away. So that's what I'm doing today. So, okay, so for the moment Okay, so from the moment I hit record, you get the raw real deal. That's it. So I'm not there's no s- scripting, you know, I'm 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 going with straight off the cuff talking, which I think feels the most natural and authentic because, you know, it's what really opened the door to podcasting to me in the first place. When I first started my original podcast, which is called The Morning Cooldown. so maybe some of you have heard me talk about that, and you know I haven't been releasing new episodes uh, lately because I'm kind of thinking of merging <laughs> that podcast uh, with Power Pearls in some kind of way, uh, you know, and sort of you know baking that cake that's me, you, you know, you've heard me say that before, and in this in this episode, you're going to, you're going to understand what, what that means. You're going to understand how you can do that for yourself. But the whole idea is, you know, yeah, you're maybe in, uh, wanting to start a knitwear career, knitwear design career, but what else is it about you that's unique? You know, I mean, there's a lot of knitwear designers out there, but what about you? You know, there's nobody else out there like you. So, uh, and there's nobody else out there like me, you know, like, um, you know, here I am, uh, podcast host, magazine editor, runner, vegan, and I love mornings. Okay. That's those, that really like explains me in a nutshell. So anyway, so you've been hearing me talk a lot about this, uh, you know, lately and about, you know, testing the waters so I can integrate the podcast, uh, the morning cool down podcast somehow with this podcast. So I'm thinking of introducing a series of morning mashup episodes. So uh, I'd love to hear what you think about that. And I'm thinking of going with it on a Monday because I think Mondays are great, you know, to have something that's inspiring because that's the kind of the idea of the morning cool down is morning routines, mindfulness, um, you know, movement, making movement, your mantra, because yes, we're knitters, yes, we're designers, but we're we have full lives. And those are things that tie into making those, you know, to making our design careers or our knitting life, if we're a hobby knitter, making them fuller and richer, right? I mean... I'm telling you, the magic ingredient to me in life is you know, a little sweat equity, not just sitting behind your computer or, you know, designing that next, you know, beautiful garment, but it's also sweating. And I mean, literally sweating, because that's when the mo- the best ideas come. And you've heard me talk about that. So I'd love to hear what you think about this idea of doing a morning mashup, which would be a little bit like uh, the morning cool down. And if you've, heard those episodes, you'll know that there are guests on that show, but I also uh go out in the morning running and at the end of my run, while I'm cooling down, I am starting I start an episode. You can hear the birds in the background, as I say. That is my that is my background music. And it's directly on my smartphone, which is to me is a thrill. I love it. I mean, as I record this, I'm sitting here and um You know, I'm recording from my studio, but it's also very impromptu, and this is very, like I said, off the cuff, unscripted, and it gets me really excited to do this. An interview with a guest is a whole different animal, and I love it, and I know it's important to share those with you because I know that excites you, and it gets me excited because I learn so much from everyone on the show, but doing these solo episodes are really my biggest thrill. They really are. Over everything else, this is what I really enjoy. So I'm going to take advantage of that and share these with you because I know that if I do that, I'm going to be able to give you something really authentic coming from my heart and from a really deep place that I know you will benefit from. So anyway, if you want to let me know what you think about integrating some different things like this morning mashup or anything else, drop me a line, you know, uh, get in touch. You can reach me at Kara at podcast. com and so I really really hope I'll hear from you. Okay, so as I record this, I'm actually about to take off on a trip to the National Needle Arts Association Trade Show, which is also known as TNNA. If anyone out there knows what that is and has been there, and it's taking place June 13th. I'm sorry, June 10th through the 13th. So uh, I'll be there, and I plan on uh, doing my usual thing. You know, it's all about. Looking for new beautiful yarns and networking with other designers and talking to, you know, I just so many people and generating so many ideas that I could not do other, any other way. You know, it just does not take the place of email or even Skype. You know, there's something amazing about that face to face. But in addition to what I usually do when I'm at TNNA, I'm also going to document my experiences. Well, I'm there and I'm bringing along my portable recorder. I've done this before, but um at the la- one of the last or yeah, I did an episode a couple years ago and it was okay, but I should have had external microphones. So this time I am going to have my external microphone, uh, you know, like a mic that's close to the mouth, you know, so that you can actually get the best quality. But anyway, So my plan is to chat with uh, designers, yarn companies, and I want to do it directly on the show floor. And the last time I did this, I was in a room, I was in a classroom, it was quiet, but I love the idea of just that raw kind of background hustle and bustle. So that's my plan and I really hope I can make it work. So uh, this will kick off a special Power Pearls Unplugged series which I I think you're going to love if you're loving the edited and and like kind of off the cuff kind of look behind the curtain episodes and in episode 28 I chatted with past TNNA president and owner of Trendsetter Yarns Barry Klein so if you want to learn a little bit more about TNNA you should take you should listen to that episode because it'll tell you exactly what's happening and if you couldn't get to the show Uh, the weekend of June 10th through the 13th, then, you know, next time, you know, uh, next time will be in uh, on the West Coast. And you can check it out uh, in the January, it's January, it's always in January. So there's always another show that you can go to, you know. Um, But you know, I think that this unplugged version might be my way of Uh, Giving you a sneak peek and maybe uh, a little tiny education so that you can learn about, you know, what it's all about. So I hope I can do that. I really do hope that I can um, leave you with something that you can actually use after. So I want you to make sure that you stay tuned for that juicy and fun episode. It's kind of strange to talk about something that hasn't happened yet because, you know, I'm just about to leave tomorrow. Uh, So it will be just as much fun you know, I mean a surprise. It'll be just as much as a surprise for me as it will be for you. So keep a look out for that episode soon. And, you know, before we jump in, I want to talk a little bit about the Annie's Summer Love Collection. And I've talked about this before uh, in, in the past, but I really want to talk about it again because, you know, it's hot now. It's the summer. And, you know, if you're looking for knitting patterns that are practical, you know, easy to make and on trend. You'll love this because it's a celebration of all things knitting and crochet because there are crochet patterns. And this is all coming to you from Annie's Signature Designs. It's a really unique collection because for the first time Annie's has produced an upscale collection which includes coordinated designs that fit into a predetermined color story. So, you know, it makes it easy for you to mix and match. And really entice you to knit a full wardrobe of knitwear designs. Isn't that exciting? And I'm personally excited because I have a design in this collection. And I also helped this collection come to life. I have, uh, so the design is called the Painted Sky Neckerchief. And it can be worn as a shawl also. And it's a really pretty, dainty kind of, uh, if you wear it as a shawl, a dainty uh, summery, summery shawl, beautiful, vibrant color, but not too crazy color, but you know, a little bit subdued. That's why I called it painted sky because it reminded me of like the sky, you know, like right after sunset. So you can wear it as a, as a nice dainty shawl or it can suddenly become a funky neckerchief. So you can find that along with many other gorgeous knitting and cro- crochet patterns at Annie's anniessignaturedesigns.com. Okay. So today, here's what I want to do. I want to talk about three strategies that will help you become unstuck and finally start your knit design career or help you to move the needle on the business that you already have if you've already started, you know, a design career. So that's what this episode is all about. Okay. So are you ready to jump in? okay, so let's go okay, so here are the three strategies so i'm going to start with strategy number one, and that is in bold <laughs> to decide exactly what it is that you want. Now, you may want to take out a notebook, but you know I realize that if you're out walking, running, you're on the treadmill, you're in the car, you can't do that. I get it because I listen to podcasts all the time and There'll be things that I want to capture, but I can't because I don't have anything to write down. So don't write down anything if you, right now if you're active, you're moving, whatever. But later on, this is one of those episodes that you may want to listen to again. Because if you take these three, three strategies to heart and you do everything I tell, I tell you to do, or I should say tell, I don't like to say tell you, but I suggest you do, you will definitely see some results because I've used these myself. I'm paying forward information that I've learned over the years. And I'm kind of, you know, kind of reimagining it and giving it to you the way I envision it. So hopefully this will help you. So, okay. So the strategy, the first strategy is to decide what you want. This is a big one and this is a hard one because we want everything, don't we? I mean, I know for myself, I want So much. I want so much. And, you know, if you're starting a business on the side, or even if you, like I said, you have it going on, you still have to distill. You still have to figure out what you're going to do and have some clear focus. Okay. So if you don't have a clear direction on what you want to do with your career, your results will not be clear. They will be wishy washy and obscure at best. So here's why making a firm decision matters. When you decide okay, and I don't mean in your head. I mean when you decide and you then write it down in caps, writing it down, you know, and this is something that business guru Brian Tracy states in his book Eat That Frog and I absolutely love his strategies. I've been, a, been following him for years and years. So here's, here's what he says from his book, Eat That Frog. When you write down your goal, you crystallize it and give it tangible form. You create something that you can touch and see. On the other hand, a goal or an objective that is not in writing is merely a wish or a fantasy that's powerful. So what does that mean? Obviously what it says, when you write it down, you crystallize it. And you may have heard this before that, you know, just picking up a pen, you know, by writing it down, it sets into your subconscious, you know, what it is that you want. And you know what, maybe your goal will change over time. That's fine. But if you write something down and you put it into motion, your 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 intention is out there and then, then it becomes it it gets to work, if that makes any sense at all. So also, you know, if your time is limited, you need to decide upon this one, on one goal. And we'll get to that. We're going to, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, okay? Because we need to decide on one, on the one thing, right? And there's a, there's a book, there's a book that you guys should check out. It's called The One Thing by Gary Keller. So I'll, I'll talk about that in my next strategy. So you know, but it's tough, you know, it is tough to, to go with that one thing. So that's why this first strategy you kind of start here and you got to, you got to write it down and you have to just, you know, make that decision. Okay. So what I want you to do now is to take a piece of paper. If you're listening to this the second time around, or if as you're, you are listening to this and you have that opportunity to write something down, to take a pad, a paper or your notebook and just start free, free form style writing. You know, down, write down all your wishes and your goals in this direction. So don't, don't inhibit yourself. Don't edit yourself, Um, you know, and write down the things that, that you think are even silly because, you know, here's why, okay, here's why you should not edit yourself. Because if you do this exercise, you'll start to see interesting trends, about yourself, they'll emerge. You know, you'll be able to actually draw some parallels about ways to connect the dots between the things that you do every day and, you know, and, and the things that you, you know, you, you think you, you know, the things that you want to do in a business, you know, like th- those concrete things that you feel are necessary, but those things that you do every day that you don't think about because they're just second nature. This, my friends, is what will be the ingredient for the magic spark? The things that are unique to you are no- are that the things that no one else possesses the things that you add to that piece that the knitwear designer piece you know um because let's face it you know there are there are many designers out there, but how are you different? What do you bring to the table that nobody else can bring? so I want you to dig for it now, so go for it okay so Uh, now here's strategy number two. Okay. So number two is distill down to the one thing. So I was kind of alluding to that, you know, getting to that in this, for this next strategy. Now, after you've, you've really taken the time to write down those freeform things or write down, you know, exactly what it is that you want. Now you need to figure out what the one thing is. So what we need to do is to organize it a bit more so you can start to draw some clear parallels. So even the things that may not necessarily be business related, like the things, like we mentioned before, the things that you're, you have the pure passion, for example, this is a good example, you know, your pure passion for picking up needles and knitting, since we're talking about knitting here, right? You know, this is a little hint for you because if you take a look at those things, like, like your love for knitting, you know, you're just sitting on the couch knitting or wherever you are, it's just the act of knitting. But you'll see that the very reason, right? This is an easy one. The very reason you want to become a designer or wish to pursue this career path is because of this hobby, you know, and this thing that you do daily. So what else do you do every day? that could help you create your blueprint? Do you, do you love to cook? You know, do you like to paint, draw? Um, do you like to encourage and be a cheerleader for other knitters? You know, how could this lend itself to a segment of your business as a knitwear designer or an add-on kind of thing that you do that makes you quirky? It's a good, that's a good word to remember too, quirky. What makes you quirky? Could you be a coach? You know, could you give public talks about how to empower knitters, knitters, maybe you could go to a yarn shop and you can do like an empowering kind of a coaching, like a talk, you know, maybe, maybe like just talking about technique isn't your thing, or maybe you do like a little technique workshop. And then in, in addition to that, you, you show knitters how it is possible, you know, how you, you're not a skill level, you know, and that you can do whatever you set your mind to. And maybe you want to start a, co- a you know a cause for charity, like a new charity, and be like an advocate for something. Uh, you know the you know, the ideas are just totally endless. So if you're open minded and you don't hold back and you don't kind of and just take away those things you think oh those are silly I shouldn't do that. Just daydream a little bit. That's that's another good way to look at it. Daydream, daydream a little bit because nothing is off the table at this phase. You still have license to just. Just relax and go for it because we're distilling it down because eventually when we get to that one thing, we really want to be sure that that's the one thing we really, really want, okay? So after, you know, you've drawn these parallels, now it's time to narrow things down to your one thing. Now, mind you, the one thing has many sub-things. Okay, but, and this took me a while to figure it out for myself because I thought, but you know, I can't just do one thing because I got the podcast and then I got the, you know, uh, you know, what, the different kinds of things I want to do on the podcast. No, 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 no. Anyway, it's an overarching thing and we'll get to that again. I'm getting ahead of myself. But you want to come up with your one thing so you can create your elevator pitch or, a statement about you. Now, this is not something that you have to read to someone at a networking group, although you could because you've heard that like elevator pitch idea, that's what you do at those sorts of things. But this is more for you. Start with you because you need this for yourself and this is to help remind you of your one thing so you can get really clear about what it is that you want. So for example, here's my one thing. Okay, here it goes. Okay, I am Kara Warner, Executive Editor of Creative Knitting Magazine and host of Power Pearls Podcast. It's my mission to inspire and excite hobby knitters on their knitting journey and to empower newbie knitpreneurs to start and grow a thriving, passion-crafted business. In this bi-weekly podcast, I engage in candid conversations with designers, industry rock stars, and everyday knitters with compelling backstories. So, did you figure out what my one thing is? Well, if you guessed the podcast, you were right. (laughs) If you noticed, podcast was said not just once, but maybe a few times. And so then once you understand that, so that's my elevator pitch. So then you can see that it's, there are many things in there. Okay. So then you then you kind of set off on your course to figure out what those sub things are that come out of this one thing. But having this overarching thing is what keeps you focused. I hope that makes sense. Then I want you to put this elevator pitch on a note card or like an, you know, an index card or somewhere where you'll see it every day. Or when you need to be reeled in, you know, you need to reel yourself in to remember because I need to reel myself in quite a bit, trust me. So easy to get excited. And you know what? If you have ideas and you just, you want to, you don't want to feel limited because you're like, gosh, you know, I really, I don't want to just... Forget about those things. You don't need to forget about them. They can be back burner things like even, you know what you can do, and this is what I've done for myself, is I've created something called a later list. Now I use uh, an app called Evernote and I also use Asana. You may like to use Google Docs, whatever works for you, or maybe you're just like a notebook person, you know, you want to write everything in a notebook. Whatever, we're all different. So I'm not giving you any specific way of doing things, but I use Evernote for everything. And and the reason why I love Evernote is because I can write down concepts and ideas and full length, you know, blog posts or whatever it is. And it's it's it can be written on my desktop. I can put it into uh um you know, I can write it on my phone when I'm when I'm on the go, when I'm running. I cause I my phone's always I ha in my I wear like a little kind of a, it's called a hippie runner. And I wear that while I'm running. And uh, boy, I'm throwing out all kinds of little tips for you. But anyway, so I might have an idea and I want to write it down and I may even want to dictate it to myself so I can record it because I'm usually not wearing my glasses and I can't see very well without my glasses. But I use Evernote for everything because even if I capture something in a little recorded note, it ends up and I can look, you know, I can look at it on my desktop, and then there it is. And it, and and Evernote is like a word processor. It's amazing. And then I also use something called Asana, A S A N A, like the yoga pose. And that is more of like a list and a project management type of a tool app. Also, a desktop version can be used, and everything syncs. That's why if you're writing on your on your phone, you know, or on your you know whatever digital device you've got, you sync. You can sync it to your phone, and the thing that I love about uh, Evernote and now Asana has finally done this. You can write on your phone, like let's say you're in a plane and you're on aer- aer- airplane mode. You can't um, sync; that's fine, but you can write the note, and then when you get to a Wi-Fi connection, it'll automatically sync. And for a while, Asana wouldn't do this; it couldn't do this. You couldn't; I couldn't get on to Asana. Um, unless I was on an internet connection. So that's what I love. So it's on the SD card. And uh, so now I use Asana. So because for a while, I was like, well, I'm sorry, I love you, Asana, but I can't use you. Now I use it. And the thing that I love about using both Evernote and Asana is that, like I said, Evernote is more like a word processor, but you can create lists and you can you know, put reminders and you can use tags and you can calendar things, but Asana is like a task list. You can make lists and lists. It's all about lists. (laughs) So they both really work together so nicely. And now, by the way, a really cool thing that just was announced by Google uh, was that they have now partnered with Evernote, so now you can uh, coordinate both apps, which I'm pretty excited about I haven't tested the waters with that yet, but maybe I will on a future episode and we can just talk all about uh you know organization and ways to do, use some of these different apps which i'm I totally geek out geek out totally geek out okay, so now I want to uh, share an acronym with you it's super simple and it's easy to remember, and I first learned it from John Lee Dumas who is the host of Entrepreneur on Fire. And it goes like this. Focus. So it's follow one course until success. It's easy, right? That's totally like a perfect acronym. If you know anything about John and listen to his podcast, you'll know that he definitely walks his talk. He perfectly illustrates this because back when he started his podcast in 2012, he decided that building a successful podcast would be his one thing and he wouldn't let anything get in the way of his vision. And today, just to give you an example of how this this, paid off for him, his show is rated one of the top, if not the top podcast in the business category on iTunes. So, you know, that's it. He definitely has he had that vision and that was his one overarching thing. And he's one example of many, but you know, just take a look at the the habits and the behaviors of of other successful people and other successful, you know, business owners, be be it the knitwear designers or mainstream, you know, um uh, mainstream um Entrepreneurs. So, those are great examples to check out. And also remember that when you say yes to another idea, like if you, you know, you kind of get sidetracked. If you say yes to another idea, you end up saying no to something else or no to the thing that you already started. And that's sad because you have to remember that you'll be giving up something and what, and when you start something new you will be detracting from your main mission. So be careful about changing course often, okay? Just be careful. And remember the consequences, that's all. I mean, if you if you are going to, that's fine, that's your choice, but it's something to think about. It's something to remember. So a friend, I wish I could remember who said this, said this to me once long ago, someone very wise, obviously. And if you have a spontaneous idea that excites you, Just wait one sunset and one sunrise, and then make your decision. Because if a day passes, you get a little toned down, you know, you uh, can think a little bit more uh, realistically, because when you first have an idea, it's exciting, you know, it's super exciting. But do yourself that favor, because then sometimes, I know for myself too, it's like, oops, I really, really wish I you know, didn't say that, or I'd like to eat my words, you know, um, you know, just, just be be that uh, kind of critical or not critical. I don't want to use the word critical. I was going to even say discipline, but you know, just, just give yourself that time to, to, uh, to really think about it first, if you need to change course. And you And to stay on your, you know, one thing, do whatever you can to remind yourself that it's why it's important to you. Because, you know, going down those rabbit holes to chase shiny objects is easy. And it's also getting harder and harder not to do with all the distraction online today. It's really true. So, but remember that then the more often you do it, the longer it will be for you to get to your final destination. So have that steel discipline and ninja focus. I love to use the word ninja focus. You know, focus will get you to that one thing. So do it. Okay, so, let, so let's move on to strategy number three. And this is our last one. So let's, so let's move on. So map your strategy and stay hungry. So the next step is to put together a plan of action for your one thing and all those subtasks that we mentioned that will go along with this overarching goal, okay? So a good idea is to make it visual since we are visual people as designers and creatives, right? And you can do this by creating a mind map. And a mind map can be made a few different ways. You can do it, you know, you, you make a hand a hand-drawn or handwritten mind map um, with circles and bubbles and lines, almost like a like an hierarchical, hierarchical, I can't say it, I can't say hi- hierarchical. There you go. This is unedited, but like you, you get it. So little circles and bubbles with words inside with kind of lines and arrows. And a cool app, sharing lots of apps today, MindMeister. Um, you know, it's a little learning curve like anything, right? But it's really cool. If you feel like geeking out on a weekend and learning, it, it doesn't take that long and you can create your own mind map there and then you can actually... Uh, use these as presentations. uh, If you want to do uh, like an interactive type of a slideshow, it's kind of cool, but you can do it either, you know, do it by hand or use this app, but make your, uh, you know, take your overarching goal and place it on top or in the middle and then have your spokes coming out of it, right? So that is a really great way to stay connected to your one thing. And then after you've done the mind map, if that's something you'd like to do, along with your little little note card that we talked about earlier, your elevator pitch, then I want you to calendar it. And I do this in my day job as an editor every day. (laughs) I work from something called an editorial calendar. And if it wasn't for this, seriously, I would never finish an issue of Creative Knitting Magazine because this is like a map. And it gets me to my final destination. It gets me to the on-sale date that is on that calendar. And then in between, like, you know, from that start start date to the on-sale date, there are many little dates in the middle that help me get to that major one thing. So this is a great example of a, an issue of a magazine at at any given time, you can have many one things. So my one thing in my day job is being an editor, right? But then if I'm working on an issue of a magazine, that's another one thing, you know, that's a sub thing, but it's one thing that I'm working on, on a given day or a given period of time. And it's on my editorial calendar. And that is, it's all set in motion. So I need you if you want to be successful, I need you to be thinking about this. This is really going to help you tremendously because if it wasn't, like I said, if I didn't have this, I don't, I wouldn't have a job. I would not have a job. So here's how you can make your own, okay? So you set a date in the future, like I had just mentioned. Set a, few, a date in the future and work backwards. And then you fill in the gaps with any major landmark deadlines that you need to meet. And I want you to be realistic. So really overestimate your time because things always take longer than you think. And you may realize that you have to set your target date back more in order to complete the necessary tasks. And setting that date down on paper gives you confidence, even if it's really far in the future, because you actually then have a goal, not a wish. Okay? So Yeah. I mean, so that, that's the thing. I mean, if you don't write it down and it's just sort of fantasy, it it just seems like this endless ocean of like, oh no, where, you know, how am I going to get there? So doing this is so empowering and I just, I cannot stress it more. Google Docs has many different editorial calendars, uh, which I have used some, some of those for the podcast because I'm like all about the editorial calendar. Um, uh, you know, so you can, you can check those out. They're in spreadsheet format. So if you go to Google Docs, if you do use uh, Google Docs, or just go to Google or whatever search engine you like and type in editorial calendar, and you're going to be floored by the amount of calendars that you can find. And then what you can do is, you know, you find the one that fits your style, and then you can download it, and then you can edit. You can take fields out if you, you know, or, you, you know, create one yourself. You know, if you have Excel, uh, or whatever kind of, so, you know, kind of um, uh spreadsheet software you have, go for it and create your own. And so that's a really important tool that I hope, I really, really hope that you'll implement. Now, now you have to make sure that you stay hungry. Okay. Now, now everything's in motion. Okay. We found our one thing. We're really on fire. We're really excited, but you're going to have those dark moments. I'm just letting you know. I'm not, not doing this to, to, to be a downer, but you have to probably realize that you're going to have those times where you're not going to want to do the work, even if it's something that you're really passionate about, because there might be some things that are tough. That's why if you find that one thing that you really love, those darker moments or those times that are hard, they're not going to feel as hard because you're just going to be so dedicated and focused. Okay, so what do I mean by staying hungry? And why you'd always find a way to stay positive every day, every single day. And remember why you wanted this in the first place. Okay. So here's, here are ways that you can do that. Use affirmations. That's one. So what you can do is, again, those little handy note cards and Sharpie markers, write down affirmations that you can keep by your bedside or by a little, uh, you know, your little morning area. Like if you sit at a chair where you knit or you listen to podcasts or read books and journal, keep it there, prop it up, look at it, go through them. You know, maybe you have several and read them out loud or read them to yourself. Maybe you keep these in your, in your, uh, in your wallet, Uh, a little note, tiny little notebook, which I love to carry little teeny tiny notebooks, like Moleskine chapter books, love them. So need to, you need to do things every day that will keep your fire going, keep that passion going. So for me, actually, uh, you know, it is the affirmations, but it's also something even more powerful, in my opinion, because um, it really sets the tone, especially if I do it in the morning. And that is to listen to podcasts and audiobooks. But I do this while I'm knitting. I do this while I'm driving, um, running, whatever so here are some of my faves. Okay. And I'm going to go in these, are these in, these may not, I don't know, these may not be in, um, order of, prior, of priority They're I just kind of pulled them out of my, my, uh, my podcast app that I use on my phone and I make it easy. So I've got, um, I have a wireless, you know, a wireless headset. Um, it's like a one little earpiece and, um, And then, or you can just use, you know, earbuds if you prefer to do that. But I like to use my little wireless uh, headset just because it's easy and my phone doesn't have to be that, you know, can be across the room or it can be in in my hippie runner when I'm running. Okay. So here, here are the shows that I love to listen to that I hope you'll check out because I think you're going to love them too. Okay. The first one is called the Shailene show and that's Shailene Johnson. And she's really cool. I mean, I, she's a fitness, um, she was, or is, you know, she's still a fitness coach, but she's more of a business coach. And, um, but you know, she's really on the, uh, really on the health and wellness side. And she's, she's a co you know, a, like I said, a coach, but she's, just really inspiring. And uh, she's always giving really awesome advice. So I think you should check her out. Uh, It'll definitely set an amazing tone for your day and keep you moving in that right direction. Number two is the Sean Stevenson model. Um, Actually, I think that's what his show used to be called. And now it's called the model health show. So either of those, if you look up You'll find, and this is, uh, you know, he he gives nutrition advice, wellness advice, but also really empowers you to be your best self. Um, and I love it because, you know, I do love to, to uh, focus on the wellness side, you know, take care of my engine, take care of my temple, but he makes it so that you really want to, you really are excited about it. And uh, he, uh, he's just a great, a great person to listen to, so there's one there, there, that's another one to check out. Number three is the unmistakable creative with Srini Rao. And he talks to, um, as he puts it, misfits and, um, oh, I forget the other, like kind of like, uh, oh, I forget the word out, outliers. There it is. Outliers or just, you know, those, those, uh, creatives, um, that are out there, you know, writers, uh, authors, uh, visual artists, even knitters, <laughs> um, but you know, people that are doing things by the beat of their own drum, and again, extremely inspiring for those of us that are out there trying to do this thing that's you know not your cookie cutter kind of you know career. So that's an, another great one that I listen to, and then number four, who. He might be on the top of my list. Um, Pat Flynn, who is the host of Smart Passive Income. And the reason why I listen to him, there's many reasons. Well, number one is because he is so genuine, he's funny, and so inspiring. And sometimes I forget that like the topic of his show is about how to create passive income. But I listen to it because I know it's going to help you when I send you my advice and pay forward his words of wisdom, because as designers, many of you are doing this on the side, you know, it's a side gig for you. And so, uh, uh, many of the, uh, strategies that he suggests are, uh, great because, you know, you can do them in the morning, you can do them at night, you can do them, uh, they'll, they'll, you know, cha-ching for you even when you're at your day job. So, uh, just lots of great innovative ideas and he's a lot of fun. A very inspiring guy. All of these, but that goes without saying, I'm saying, I uh, keep saying inspiring, inspiring. Well, they're all inspiring. So just so you know. Number five, Ask Pat. And that is an, a, a part, the yeah. <laughs> Pat Flynn, Pat Flynn, who is also the host of Smart Passive Income, has a podcast, a daily podcast called Ask Pat, who I, by the way, was on. I think it was episode 334. Somewhere around there, gosh, I should have known that, but I didn't think I was going to mention it. And, uh, and I even got an Ask Pat t-shirt, woohoo. Um, but anyway, I asked him how to do video podcasting because that was something that was really, and have been interested in. And of course it's a later thing because again, going back to our one thing, it's not, you know, I have to really focus on this right here, the audio, this is important to me it's important to you. And if I start going the rap, down the rabbit hole of video podcasting, it's a whole other ball of wax. But I'm glad I asked Pat because uh, now I have it in my back pocket and it is on my later list. But I asked Pat in that episode, so if you search somewhere around th- episode 334, I think you'll see it. And it's something about uh, video podcasting, okay? So if that's of interest to you. Um, and I think that if you do uh, some sort of a keyword search and you just can put in my name, you'll probably find it. Great podcast. So number six, moving on the one you feed. Uh, this is, a you know, I actually just started listening to this not that long ago, but I really enjoy it because it taps into the mindfulness piece. And that's a big piece of my life. I don't talk a lot about on here, but I do talk a lot. I talk a lot about that on the morning cool down podcast. And on com, where I have a series of challenges that are still live. Um, you may want to check them out if you go over to com, And they're free. They're totally free. I really geek out. Some of the challenges are really long. Um, but hey, I just thought, why not? <laughs> and there's some, you know, meditations, you know, like just stillness practices that I've created just, just because I wanted to, just from just because they wanted to give, you know, and so, uh, they're out there. Um, so you can check those out, but the one you feed is, uh, so it taps into that and, uh, he really gets down deep and talks to a lot of mindfulness, uh, practitioners and thought leaders in that space. And then number seven is the ritual podcast, which, uh, ties into the wellness piece again, you know, just like the, um, the, um, uh the Sean Stevenson model uh podcast. And Rich Roll is he's a vegan uh ultra marathon or ultra uh is it ultra marathon, but he's an ultra he does like those ultra um oh gosh. I'm sorry you guys I'm a little bit distracted because there are like several lawnmowers going at one time. And I don't know if you're going to hear it. You might. So, I do apologize, but we're just going to keep going, okay? And oh my gosh, my voice. I feel like I'm about to lose my voice. Um this is going a lot longer than I thought it would. But you know what? I always feel like every podcast needs to be as long as it needs to be because content is king. I know you've heard that saying cuz content. It's all about the content, and I want to make sure that you're getting it. Getting what getting the best so the Ritual podcast, he's an an ultra runner, vegan, and uh I have been so inspired by his podcast. Uh he also uh does this with his wife Julie Pyatt, and uh they they created a cookbook together called The Plant Power Way, which I have in my possession and I think I've made just about every single recipe. And if you want to eat yummy vegan, check it out. I'm I'm serious. Um Vegan, I know it's like political, whatever, but think about it as like an alternative way just to try some new things, uh, you know, uh, that are all plant focused, plant based and oh my gosh, so delicious. Uh, and then number eight is, uh, the good life project with Jonathan Fields. And he is someone that ran after his dream and, uh, he was a lawyer in New York City, and he ended up starting a yoga studio, which he ended up closing, and then going to, you now then he started his podcast, and he did mostly like, you know, digital, you know, indie, kind of being like this digitalpreneur, I guess you could call him, and just focusing on that, and then he does this uh, yearly uh, event called Camp Good Life Project, Camp GLP, and uh, so... Really cool talk. He talks to thought leaders and people in the wellness space and the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial space. Uh, Great guy to listen to. And, you know, any of these podcasts, these are great models for you as uh, a knitwear designer, because even though some of these are mainstream and you might think that they're not, uh, they're indirect, you know, as far as what your goals are, you know, you don't need to be listening just to shows about knitwear and how to be a knitwear designer. These are, there are so many bits of advice that you can garner from all of these people. And so, uh, you know, learn from their wisdom. And then number nine is a little bit different than the others because it's, um, it's actually a yoga podcast. They're yoga, 20 minute yoga. It's called 20 minute yoga sessions. And I actually do this every morning before my run. I do yoga before my run so I can be really relax, you know, you know, warm, and my muscles are really you know loose you know i'm ready to go my joints are nice and you know oiled up because i i tend to be very stiff i'm a really really stiff runner especially in my hips so i do 20 minute yoga sessions again it's it's a podcast it's a, it's on my podcast app it's all audio based so if you're not familiar with yoga uh, they do have pose guides, so you can see what they look like. I've been practicing yoga for years, so I just listen to the audio and I know what they're talking about. And sometimes I'm like, what? I don't know that pose. What did they say? Because they walk you through. They tell you what to do. They don't use, you know, the, um, I guess, Sanskrit words, you know, they don't use those, the the uh, the words for the poses, the traditional names, they tell you what the pose is in English, you know, in English. Um, great, and very easy. So I think it, even if you if you can't get hold of the pose guide and you want to jump in right away, if you go, you'll see every now and again, they post basic yoga, gentle yoga. Those are easy because they'll tell you exactly how to do the pose. And they're only 20 minutes and they're perfect to do in the morning or during your lunch break or at night great way to ignite those creative juices. <laughs> and then number 10 is actually my podcast. Well, not Power Pearls, but if you want to start a morning routine, or you just want to feel inspired and empowered about topics that will help you become more mindful, uh, move more and create a more holistic life, I invite you to listen to my podcast, The Morning Cooldown. And you can find that by going to morningcooldown.com and I also interview uh many people as well and do like the solo episodes I mentioned earlier, you know, with the background of the birdies. But I've in, I've um just to give you a little bit of a taste, I interviewed twice on that podcast, Hal Elrod, who is the author of The Miracle Morning. And so, you know, if you're really loving the idea of starting a morning routine, the book is really it's just gonna transform your life if it's something that you want to uh, um, start. So uh, yeah, those are the top 10, baby. So that's about it because I think I might be losing my voice and those lawnmowers outside. Oh my gosh, I can't believe how how loud they are. I don't know if you can hear it. So I hope that you'll use these three strategies and find them useful. And as always, I love to hear from you and how you're doing, what you think of the podcast and the guests, and how they've impacted your life. So please reach out to me at Cara at Power Pearls podcast. And with that, I will sign off, and I'll see you next time. Take care.